I so let me say, Andrew, I completely forgot about the that there's a whole anime <laughs> high school plotline in this show. Might D-tier. Be D-tier. D it is. is. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds. I'm looking for rhymes. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how cover letters are a lot like character backstories in D&D. You work really hard on them, one person reads them one time, they're more about who you want to be than who you are, and at the end of the day, they barely even matter. Hey Matt, how you doing? It's great, man. What what have you been up to? Applying to jobs. That's what I've been up to, and I'm tired of it. Anyway, as you can tell from the title of today's episode, Flavor Text colon Flavor Text, it's going to be a particularly meta week here at DT exclamation point HQ. We planned this episode to round out 2021, but holiday travel shuffled our schedule around, and you're getting it to start 2022. But what is 2022, if not March 2020, persevering? Okay, I did made that exact... That? We did. I made that okay. exact yeah, joke last that week. Did you, you really? Guys, yeah, you guys call me a huge bummer. Well, so... Matt's, a, Matt's a huge bummer, too. That doesn't mean Matt isn't a huge bummer. Um, I, I, I thought we were we were coming out of the years of bummers. I thought 2022 was going to be the non-bummery year. You know how like how the McElroys do like no bummers? 2022 is yeah. all bummers. Oops, oops, all bummers. <laughs> all bummers. 2022 there... is an all bummers run. I dumped out a lot of my bummer energy last year. Was it really just yeah. last week that you made that joke? I, I made the funny. joke not not that much per se. It was the uh, I used instead of March twenty twenty, I used the idea of Morbius. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah. It's, 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 as in uh, Morbius will always be three months away, much like the end of the pandemic. Yeah, it's the well, same. It's the same energy. Morbius is much more of a bummer than the ever passage of time. <laughs> IMHO. <laughs> Anyway, today we're getting retrospective and looking back over our library of flavor texts to reflect, update, and hopefully figure out what it actually means when we say things like on a scale of Kingdom Hearts to Magic the Gathering. Joining me to look back upon the wastelands of our last 29 lore deep dives are Andrew Salty Henderson, Kyle Bitter Thomas, and Todd Umami Thomas. They're all flavors. Name again. What? What did you call me? What did he call me? I wasn't paying attention. Kyle Thomas. Kyle Thomas. Did I really? Yeah. Wow. Kyle Vo is one of the brothers. So like, I'm only taking you if Derek comes with you. Though we're a package deal. Todd, you're editing this, so I'm just going to give you a clean Harper. And you can do with that what you will. I'll tell you what, Matt. Why don't you give me one, and then it'll be a surprise if it gets changed or not. It's when not. This episode it's not gonna. Out. I bet I'm it doesn't. Sure it yeah. I already gave you one, so oh. use it or lose it. Also, these are my favorite of the seven dwarves. <laughs> Before we jump in here, can you guys just take a minute to acknowledge that number and discuss it for a minute? Did you realize that this was our 30th flavor text if you count the two-part episodes as two separate episodes? I realize nothing no idea. about 
mm. about milestones for this podcast. Like the yeah. the the episodes come in, I I mix and <laughs> I mix and edit them, and and episodes go out, and and that's it for me. So no, I realize nothing. We've I done. I stared at I stared at this list of flavor texts, and I was like, I cannot believe we've we've talked about these many things. Same to to, to just conceptualize the number. If you were to double the number of flavor texts we've done, that would be almost the same number of Bomberman games there have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, let's just let's call the average. I didn't do the average time of all flavor texts uh, because Arcane, the flavor text that came out most recently before this episode came out, hasn't come out by the time we're recording yet. Anyway, I didn't do the average of the times, but let's call the average time of a flavor text like two hours. So we have put out 60 hours of content. Of That's conservative too. I think they're closer mm-hmm. to two and a half or three yeah, most of the time. I think yeah. some of them, some of them might have been two hours, but on a different one, we are still recording our Kingdom Hearts episode. It's, we still have We're still recording the Kingdom Hearts one. We have done an entire JRPG's worth of flavor texts at this point. <laughs> Holy shit. And we only got through it with the power of friendship. Yes. Killing gods with the power of friendship. Yeah, <laughs> that is the common thread. Anyway, what we wanted to do today was talk about our flavor texts a little bit. And what I know we pitched a few episodes ago and what we've sort of been talking about on our Patreon Discord, which you, yes, you listener can join right now at patreon.com slash debate this cast. What we've been talking about there is putting the flavor text in order. And we're going to get to that near the end of the show. But before we jump in, I've got a couple of questions for you guys. And my first one is I want to get the discussion going. What is your personal Favorite flavor text that we've done and why? Andrew, we'll start with you. I just saw that Todd named me Mr. Butt. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he told you he yeah, told, told you that happened it. 15 minutes ago. Didn't see it. Now I do. It's funny. <laughs> Comedy. Mr. Mr. Butt, what's your favorite flavor text we did? And why? <laughs> What? In Comedy. my mind, it's it's the Mr. Sparkle yeah. uh, image of of Homer, yeah, yeah. but it's Andrew's face, and it says Mr. Butt underneath it. Yeah. Um, what are my favorite flavor texts? So I think we're all going to do this where we're we're we kind of have to categorize the, our own that we research because that's obviously a much different experience than just yeah. listening. So I'll say for the ones that I've researched, I think I said it both when we when we recorded both of these, but Studio Ghibli and the East episodes were by and large, the most enjoyable for me to research and put together. I enjoyed every second of the 10 Studio Ghibli movies that I watched, which is also a, a short JRPG's worth of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and same with, with East, I played a whole JRPG. Uh, I played <laughs> most of East 8 and uh, the, the original East, um, not for the flavor text, just because I was really into that game. Um, and I, I had a really good time looking through and, and uh, kind of like compiling like the information. I really enjoy like thinking about, okay, like what's worth talking about? Like, how do I want to present this? I like kind of, you know, building that narrative. So I, I had a really good time kind of putting together the timeline of yeast. Um, that wasn't, that one was for daddy. <laughs> um, 
Armory Wars truly broke me. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Especially uh, because it's Amory Wars. It has never been Armory Tamory. Wars. Armory Wars. It's always Damn it. When you had us convinced it was Armory Wars, yeah. I was pumped. It's it should be. It should just be Armory Wars. It's oh, that it should be so Amory many things is not that a isn't. word. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be everything it isn't. Um <laughs> that one truly broke me but i am most proud of the way that episode turned out because it was just like pure insanity um now for the ones that i haven't done i think for me i'm gonna this is not gonna be the the last time you hear this listener magic the gathering just like purely from the lore stance and and also i thought kyle did an excellent job and you could tell you can tell listening to that episode that Kyle is incredibly passionate about magic and and generally knows knew what he was talking about maybe you generally. did maybe you didn't but generally <laughs> generally so that I think that that sits highest for me close second ghost rider honestly Woo. yeah um ghost rider was also a lot of fun for mostly for the same reasons i think the ghost rider one i always knew that ghost rider was insane but like mm. It makes Amory Wars look like Kingdom Hearts. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> What's that mean? it's so it's like the the thing that sticks out to me with the Ghost Rider one is all that nonsense about uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, who's like oh. walking around with baby Thanos. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I liked I like most of the flavor texts, and like I'm not I don't. I'm not doing the number of them that I liked justice by like paring this down to a handful of favorites. Um, the favorite of the ones I did was the Animorphs one. Um, I really liked the the Magic the Gathering one as well, but the Animorphs one um, kind of reminded me and um, reminded me how good those books were and like confirmed that like I read some really good sci-fi as a child um and that was very yeah. very affirming to learn um or be reminded of so it's always that, a cool feeling when you, as an adult you like hear you get lore you get information about something you enjoyed as a kid and you're like oh that was actually cool and not yes, weird yes yeah um so that's probably the favorite of the ones i researched um kingdom hearts is high on my list just because of the trauma bonding we all endured <laughs> going through that and sure. um the Neon Genesis Evangelion one is is also a favorite of mine and is the the only one one of the one of two I think that made me explore the subject matter outside of the episode. Witcher being the other one. I think I went and bought Witcher three later that week. So um yeah. It was they've I I mean they've all been good. Like Andrew talking about the like the Studio Ghibli one is very good because I like your, how you rank them on the whimsy scale. Like that was <laughs> oh, yeah. the whimsy yeah. scale is is yeah. very good, and I didn't remember that when I was like <laughs> thinking of this earlier today, and now I do. The Ghost Rider one is great because comic books are insane, and Matt just like grabbed that insanity and and embraced it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So like he grabbed that proverbial bull by the flaming horns. Yeah, I super um, did. Yes. Yeah, I I like a lot of the flavor texts, but those those ones stand out to me. And I think I think for the ones that I liked the most, they were the ones that had like a pang of nostalgia or it was something that was like passionate to the person who was researching it. And so of the ones that I did, 
the two that are that stick out to me that the ones I think I enjoyed most researching and presenting were Homestar Runner and Halo. Like Halo is, and which is just funny to put them in the same category as like <laughs> these are the two things that I really enjoyed researching Todd, and presenting. Todd was like vibrating when he did the Homestar Runner one. Like he was yeah. so excited to be talking about Homestar Runner. Yeah, he had a smile the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Homestar Runner episode to me was like catching up with an old friend you haven't hung out with in 15 years that you like got to sit down with them and like you caught up and you're just like i'm so happy that you're happy like your your warmth is making me warm and this is great um a couple others that stuck out to me i'm gonna also ring the bell for ghost rider like that was just an absolute blast um the one that kyle and i i think we tag teamed the social justice and comics one that one was that one was fun yeah it was a lot of it's it, it's tenuous talking about those mm-hmm. those topics from from our position of white privilege, but it was yeah. it was a good one to research. I think it was good well, for it was, us. It was like it was yeah, yeah. it was it was a good one for us to to know more about. Well, and it was it was fun to to do as well because like we obviously sit and be like, oh yeah, things are things are better than they were, and like yeah, <laughs> technically ish, but, like, technically. also like. Also, like, they have room to get better, and until not long ago, they were still pretty bad, and so um, I think that was that was a good uh, a good flavor text. But um, the other two that really surprised me that after I got done learning about them, I was more interested in, like, just absorbing the, the knowledge of them, was the Bomberman one. <laughs> There's a reason why I made the 60 games joke, because I had to look it back up again. Um, and the Animorphs one, because, again, like, nostalgia reasons um i was like oh hell yeah this is like dark young adult like fiction the books are so dark and i was 11 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. when i started reading them remember that character you like they died they They didn't make it or deal with ptsd as Mm -hmm. or something like it's it's wild yeah and then i had a couple favorites as well um as far as ones i've done FNAF is probably on the top of that list because that was a, it was good closure for me. I haven't really continued keeping up with FNAF lore since we've done that. And it was a good, like I can get all of this out once I can do it one time and then I don't need to do this anymore. But also (laughs) I got a special amount of joy from how, terrible it was for you three to get through and that was fun <laughs> that, for me that one have, have have you revisited the lore since more games have come out yeah i was gonna say you did that, that there's some fnaf sound is like trending on tiktok right now too and, it, and um, security breach i think is the whatever i forget what the the actual game is i watched a playthrough but you are you team up with with Freddy with and his Fazbear. like animatronic yeah his animatronic voice the whole time is like Timmy we have to continue going forward or Vanessa will find us yeah i haven't list or i haven't like paid too much attention to it i was pretty tuned in through FNAF VR which came out like right after we released the episode and then right. FNAF AR i also like followed along with but after that, I fell off a little bit. That was kind of when things with Marvel started to pick up. And it just like something in the brain space had to give so I could fill it with MCU knowledge. And Fre- Freddie Freddy Fazbear uh, left room for all them hexes. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy Fazbear done got norted by Mephisto. Um, <laughs> you stopped looking for purple men and started looking for red hexes. Yeah, exactly. So I like that one a lot. I also really enjoyed the Ghost Rider one uh, because like it, once every couple of years since 2007, I have gotten on the Ghost Rider Wikipedia and then just kind of like top to bottom it. Uh, and that was fun <laughs> knowledge to share with my friends. But anything that lets uh, us talk about Goose Rider is a great day for me. Yeah. As far as other ones that I didn't necessarily fully host, the Guy Fieri one has a special place in my I, heart. That's that was also such a fun one to do. Mm. Yeah. I really liked Guy Fieri. Uh, I also really liked The Witcher. I had no interest in The Witcher before that flavor text, and it it really flipped me 180. So those are a couple of my favorites. Um, but I want to. Oh, go ahead. I want to. I want to shout out special honorable mentions to the the Eternals and the um, is it Secret Invasion? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Just for like being a found like foundational entries in our canon like we kept referring to those in um yeah. the plus is loose mm-hmm. the first the first batch of plus is loose episodes especially um for a while and i think we've referenced secret wars more than anything else yeah. in the show yeah man and how how bamboozled will we be if they close up <laughs> this major arc of like phases and they're like uh-uh we're not doing it <laughs> You wanted Secret Wars, you're getting Original Sin, a storyline that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it would be. It'd be a big old bamboozle. And mm-hmm. speaking of bamboozles, I didn't have a yeah, better segue going. for Good that. Segue. Keep going. Yeah, let's do the flip side of what we just did. What is your least favorite flavor text and why? I watch so much One Piece, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched a lot of One Piece. You watched what? Four arcs? Five arcs? I watched, I watched 130 episodes in the span of like a month. Which and it's so which is and let me be let me be clear. This is mm-hmm. not like how Matt can just keep on Discovery Plus like when it's just on. Or like how like the food network is just always on my mom's TV. Like I have to watch it because I'm taking notes. So like I can't I can't do anything else and for somebody that somebody with high functioning adhd like that it's really hard well and it's so funny that you open up with that one because i put one piece in like certainly the top half of the flavor text here because like i honestly like if you go back and listen to to the one piece flavor text i was hooked as soon as you were like if you want magic if you want magic pirate powers, you have to eat the fruit that doesn't allow you to swim. Same. And I was like, that's the, such a the, good device. The I'm only in. thing stopping that stopped me from from starting One Piece when we finished that episode was like the the insanity in your eyes and the knowledge that <laughs> I'm was... I'm starting a thousand episodes behind. Like So mm-hmm. let me let me I didn't get into this in the episode because I really wanted you guys. I came out of One Piece really liking it. And I wanted, I really, really wanted you guys to feel the same way about these characters that I did. But the problem with something like One Piece, it's the same thing with Naruto, it's the same thing with even Dragon Ball Z to an extent, is these are character-driven shows, and you can't enjoy the characters unless you, like, you start to identify them. You have to spend, you need to spend a lot of time with these characters. And it, and it's, there's a lot of cruft. There's a lot of cruft in, in One Piece because it's just like, we're going to go on an adventure. And yeah, is, is it fun? Sure. 
But if you're trying to distill down what actually is relevant in a three-hour segment, three hours, sorry again, um, there's just not a there's there's so much that you have to leave on the cutting room floor, and and that was I think that's the difference is is researching it was just oh there was so much that like so much that you guys don't even know about that like, you didn't even hear about, and, and some of it's really cool, some of it is fine. Well, it's, and it's how a lot of, it's a lot of fine and how we watch shows has changed so dramatically since one piece yeah. even started that like right. you would wait you would wait a week between episodes at the the fastest like you would only be able to watch one new episode a week at the fastest mm -hmm. then yeah. once you watched a season you waited 2 3 years probably before the next batch of episodes started so you were like hungry for more just more stories with these characters like they could have done anything and you would have loved it. And when you're binging that yeah. years later in a month, you're like, I, oh my God, I don't care that they're playing volleyball. But if I skip this episode, I know they're it's yeah. they're going to say two lines that are super important to the rest of the series at the very end. And you got to like sit through the volleyball special or yeah. whatever. And, like, and if, and if you're, if you're someone who's, has watched this show, again, this is a very good show. And if you want something that's just fun and light and you want like a fun anime romp, like I, I cannot recommend it enough. I can't recommend watching everything in one sitting. And, and just to put it in perspective, like Kyle said, these are shows that were intended to be watched over the course of many years. Um, Dragon Ball Z, how many episodes do you guys think Dragon Ball Z has? Just too many. ballpark it. Too many. Just Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z. Not Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball GT. Dragon Ball Z. 600? I know. Yeah, I know that changes the number. I don't know how much that changes the yeah. number. It's a Fair. lot. 291. Okay. Which okay. is so way more. a little more than double what I watched for just One Piece, for our One Piece flavor text alone. <laughs> so nice. if, you're, if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, if you're like me, you grew up watching that on Toonami, that's the entire original Vegeta Saiyan saga, which was like two years. That's the Frieza saga, which was like three years worth of content. That was my entire middle school. Plus like most of Majin Buu. That is the entirety of Dragon Ball Z that I watched when it aired on Toonami yeah. across like yeah. most of my teenage years in the span of a month. And and that's that's why I think like why you why I had only crazy eyes. <laughs> uh, fortunately, the show is is that good, but yeah, it's uh yeah it's a lot it's a lot of content. Um, also, I I, I do want to mention uh, FNAF. <laughs> I, I, I love Matt. I love your passion, but boy, do I hate FNAF. Uh, it's uh, I wrote on here. It's kind of like Lost in that uh, dipping your toe leaves you with a handful of questions that you're you're just inter interested enough to kind of dig into, and then the more you go, the more you hate it, and uh, that's what I felt like about FNAF. Um, yeah. My relationship yeah. with Lost and FNAF is similar, and that at the end of the day, I hate them <laughs> okay. both. But at one time or another, I was way too invested. You loved them dearly. Yeah. yeah. Well, in FNAF, much like Lost, when they made the second season or game, they had no idea what they were going to do in the fourth one or the fifth one, and now they've been forced to just <laughs> play in the space they've created and retcon when necessary. Yeah. Um, I'll also say I did not like the the subject matter when it came to the Eternals. And I still don't. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus now. You can watch it at home. I still won't. Um, I would say my my least favorite one that I did was the Mandalore and Mandalorians one. And not... 
because of the subject matter. I actually, you know, once I got, once I found a thread to follow, I did enjoy the subject matter a lot. But researching Star Wars stuff that is not in the main nine movies is a nightmare. And um, mm. I, I did not have a good time figuring out where the threads all went to make that a cohesive narrative for the podcast. Um, that said, I have enjoyed most of the flavor text. The other one that I, and I blocked this out again when I was thinking of this earlier and was reminded, also the FNAF one. The FNAF one. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's half because, like Andrew said, and FNAF is a fever dream that is like, spun as it continues they don't have a they don't have a yeah a, a guiding light they're just like let sure and like run with a new <laughs> idea and make it fit the canon and on top of that when we recorded that one i was working like three jobs 60 hours a week mm. on average and i think we recorded that at the end of one such week and all I wanted to do was die and fall asleep. <laughs> and instead, I had to endure hearing about FNAF for three hours. And um, that was that was a special, special level of hell I I got through for for you, our listeners. So I think um, it should I don't be, know. If... I think it should be noted that f that flavor text is also our most listened to episode of I've, all time. So. Of course, it is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but we actually recorded FNAF in two separate parts. We recorded so late that oh. Kyle said, how much is left because I can't do this anymore. And we came back and finished a second day. I, I do. Now that. that you say that, I remember that. And and yes, like that first day I was actually dying. Like it was the worst. <laughs> well, if it means anything, Matt, I didn't hate the FNAF uh, flavor text because I've also, I mean, I've watched... Markiplier play I think every FNAF game and I'm equal parts just fascinated in the gameplay and what's going on and how he can do a thing that I can't and also I love getting his live reactions to how absurd the lore is that he'll something new will happen and he'll be like it's the lore the lore everyone it's the lore and then you're like Haha, this man hates it too um he so I have a quote in here I, I typed up Part of my soul was lost in hour three of Kingdom Hearts, and I will never get it back. One day, Andrew and Square Enix will have to stand before God and answer for their crimes. So I think that that's just important to say that I, I think I hated the Kingdom Hearts one the most because it started out like... Obviously, it's absurd. The whole thing is absurd, much like Lost Plot. And we should absurd. be clear, Kingdom Hearts also did not plan out three... Games no. worth yeah. of plot mm -mm. from the beginning. Like, they also spun that out of nothing. But they I'll follow you, JRPG tropes enough that, like, it's it was fine. <laughs> I'll tell you when you lost me, because I specifically remember it was two things. <laughs> yeah. The second one I'll give you first, just, like, how off the rails Kingdom Hearts 3 went. Like, I think that Kingdom Hearts 3 just We hadn't even gotten to 3. We haven't because oh, we yeah. did it in because, anticipation of 3. Yeah, it was yeah. before. Because I'll tell you what, I still have never finished 3. I stopped yeah, playing was... three when we got when I got to uh, Frozen World, and it was just like, "Hey, do you want to play the the PlayStation Four version of Frozen?" No, I do yeah. not. Thank you. <laughs> so maybe that was it. Maybe it was the feedback that I knew was coming, or yeah. heard whatever it was. I, it was lost. The bigger piece that lost me was when it was like the back in time part of the story when they're like, yeah. "Oh, it's it's key 
as in like Kai, <laughs> because Kai is an X. Like yeah, that sucks. Key, that's the Keyblade, and I was off. I was done. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Yeah, I was. I was not in. When I when researching that, that was about the point around Dream Drop distance when the to, when they revealed the fact that. Uh, there are 13 shards of Xehanort and w- the Xehanorts <laughs> went back in time Triggered. to like, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's objectively bad. The, the other things that I didn't, much like Kyle, I enjoyed, or at least I found joy in each one of these flavor texts, but I'll give the same feedback that Kyle gave about the Mandalore episode for some of the League of Legends stuff that we've researched, which if you've listened to the arcane um, League of Legends flavor text, you know that I have this critique that, some of the lore from League of Legends that is not like, much like Kyle said, the main nine movies, um, if it falls outside the immediate realm of like the major plot, it's really tough to find specific storylines summarized in an easily consumable way. And knowing that a flavor text is about trying to like dive in and find fun flavor behind the source material, we love doing that. But, like, once it gets incredibly absurd to try and piece that together beyond just, like, a layman's understanding, it is frustrating and not fun for anyone. And yeah. so, you know, and, and the, the point that I had put in here was that I think that when that happens for some of the stuff that is fun, once you figure it out, it ends up being a disservice to the content and to those that are trying to seek out that content. So that is my, those would be my critiques. But, yeah, I have a an amount of rage when i think about <laughs> uh kingdom hearts yeah as far as my least favorites go for ones i've done i have like residual disdain for the overwatch flavor text because mm-hmm. i love the overwatch lore and i really enjoyed putting it together and a lot more lore and stuff has been supposed to happen since that episode came out and none mm-hmm. of it has and that makes me a little sad the only important Overwatch thing that has happened um, since that came out is a renaming of McCree, which was <laughs> obviously like necessary and didn't really fix things. And also, I started playing Overwatch. Yeah. Also, <laughs> just like Blizzard in general makes me sad. So yeah. I have residual sadness from Overwatch. The... Well, hold on, Matt. What about, do you count the, um, what was that mode they did like the last time I played over, when I stopped playing Overwatch six months ago, The uh, they did the little like co-op modes. Weren't those those were pretty lore those heavy? Come and go. Weren't, though, weren't they? Yeah, but those are the archive missions. They do those same ones every year. Oh. Those those were new one time those four were years new. ago. Those were new. Or those weren't new when we did the flavor text. Yeah. No, yeah. no. It's it's like the McRib. It's exciting <laughs> when it's there, but it's not a new thing. Um so yeah, I, I feel that way about Overwatch. Um I also have to dog a little bit on Mandalore and Mandalorians. But honestly, I just don't care about Star Wars. And so I have a hard enough time caring about things that are in the main nine movies. Outside of that is just like, I, and it really is like, Kyle did a great job putting it together. You did a great job telling the story and doing the research, but it just like, it pinged off my face and, and I absorbed there, nothing. There was a character called Savage Opress. And, and <laughs> oh, we all yeah, have to recognize cool. that. Um, speaking of things that I absorbed none of, Code Geass. I I remember absolutely zero about Code Geass. None. Oh, that was the weird. Like, that was the weird. It's about imperialism. And, yeah. And was, yeah. 
it's about imperialism is not a sentence that narrows this list down, was, Kyle. Was that the one that you play through the game like three different it's times? Not a it game. was an anime. Oh, so. an <laughs> oh. you're thinking about near. Oh, okay, then I need to switch those on my overall ranking. And then <laughs> one of them was very high, and one of them was very low. Kodias my... was the one, it was kind of like Evangelion, where they have big mechs, but it was the one where <laughs> a man tricked a, a princess to murder an entire stadium of people yeah. that were not purebloods. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. That's the one. Oh, was that the one that had the, the countries that had weird names? They were yeah. just slightly I actually, I actually well, no, enjoyed... That was <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Um, the, the, there's like three empires in, yeah, yeah. in Code Geass. Um, there's like, America, there's America plus Europe plus and Asia plus. Yeah, Britannia, the Britannian yeah. empire. That was it. I actually liked the, the Code Geass one now that I'm remembering what it was. Um, but I'll, we can move on. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> it was like a solid, it was like a solid B. The last flavor text that I want to dog on is Les Mis. And that's just because I have seen the show too many times. I've watched the movie too many times. I've listened to the album too many times. I never, ever need to consume Les Mis content ever again. Do you guys think it's funny that even though, despite the fact that we do a video games and comics podcast, Les Miserables was the thing <laughs> that we all knew the most? <laughs> That is pretty funny. I mean, we're all we're all like just out we're either active in the theater or have been active in the theater. Yep. So yeah. you know. What do you want to try and pitch a musical theater podcast hosted by four straight white guys doing network? That's never gonna go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pick our niche. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on from favorites and least favorites, I am really curious to hear the answers to this last question. Uh what flavor text surprised you? in the sense that you enjoyed the subject matter way more than you expected? And are there any topics we've discussed that you followed up on after we finished recording? Um, I'll start with uh, with ones that I did. Uh, Code Geass, actually. Um, I, ended up, <laughs> I ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Um, and if you anyone who was listening to that episode knows that I started, would, would have remembered that I started it saying, I don't like Clamp. And... Uh, this clamp was be, would be the uh, the original group of manga artists who who made that, and uh, I ended up really liking the show so much so that I actually after I recorded the episode the night after we recorded that episode I watched all of season two and also like season two better believe it or not hmm. wow um, I thought season two actually does a really good job of wrapping up the story that season one set up um, in a, in a way better way than I thought it it did because what when we recorded it I didn't have time have enough time to watch the show. Um, so I just watched a video and I was like, this is really stupid. And I actually end that episode saying like season two kind of sucks. Like there's a weird wrap up. I watched it for real and, and was like, oh, I was wrong. This is way better. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in Code Geass, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, also East. And I, I said that in the episode, so I won't belabor this too much. Um, East was another one I just I knew nothing about. And then uh, as soon as I started playing East 8, I was in love and I played that entire through that entire sixty-hour JRPG, and I and loved every second of it. Um, I also played East One and Two uh, since that time, and I have started East Six, but uh, didn't get very far in it yet. Um, uh, outside of things that I recorded, Secret Wars, absolutely didn't think I'd like Secret Wars. Really enjoyed it. I loved I love Battle World. It, Battle World is so <laughs> stupid and awesome, and it's just like 
both both honestly both iterations of Battle World, especially the 2015 one, it's very much like Marvel was like in case of emergency break glass, like y'all, we gotta figure out. Ba- <laughs> Battle World is everything like wrong about comics done right, and yeah, it's I mean, like mm-hmm. it's Smash Brothers. It's yeah. Smash Brothers for Marvel, and yep. that's, yeah. that's all it needs to be. It's it's Marvel's clip show. Yep. yep. It's it's what they it's it's a combination of clip show and what if both gone wrong or right. Yeah. It, it was great. I loved every second of that. Um I also didn't hate the League of Legends ones as much as I thought I would <laughs> and and remembered way more than I expected. Um yeah, so ones I liked more than I expected. Um the Bomberman one just the the wild history of Bomberman <laughs> was so happy. was great to learn. Um, apparently, Code Geass. Um, <laughs> I was I as soon as we started talking about, it, I was like, oh yeah, that was like pretty pretty cool. Um, I liked that one a lot more than I anticipated. The Neon Genesis Evangelion is the one that like stands above because I I've gone on to watch it now, and like that is the one I was like, yes, this is very cool. <laughs> um it's it's anime in in form only but like it's yeah. it's not it's it is much more than i expect it expect out of anime and like kind of kind of changed my opinion on anime because i am not the anime guy of the group for sure um near you can hear me like be being won over in that episode (laughs) because i like andrew's going through everything before the first twist and i'm like oh oh, oh, oh." and then he gets to the first twist i'm like wait a minute that's really cool so um, did you ever happen to go back and listen to that one because i know that was one you missed did did you hate that i figured you would hate that i did not love it no (laughs) so i have listened to the near flavor text and it honestly is in a similar brain space as the Code Geass one. Like, I (laughs) can't say I was there, but I listened to it, and I remembered nothing. Got it. Sorry, Kyle. I was just... No, you're good. Keep going. Um, And then, yeah, to wrap up, just, like, the one... The things we've talked about that I've, like, gone into more afterwards were The Witcher. I went out and, I think, bought the next week. Um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, I finally watched more recently. And um, the magic one... Got me back into magic, which yeah has been a thing since then. So, um, yeah. For me, I think some of the earlier ones we did were were just like real bangers. Um, just to go to some of them that Kyle said, I really liked Magic the Gathering. Like that was just a really really fun story. And I, if you were to sell me on many of these flavor texts being these two part stories, I'd be like, oh, I don't want two parts of this. Magic the Gathering I was into. Like I was yeah. I was good with that. Like that was that was fun. Um it's gotten a little bit of hate, but I actually liked the Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> uh, as, as the sun has set on that on that flavor text and we've come out the other side, I can look back at it and be like, these are insane ramblings of a madman that the internet has collectively put together and held up with loose red string and was like, is this anything? And, you know, the the holder of the lore had to be like, oh, wait, that is not. (laughs) That is not a thing. (laughs) That is not canon. That is canon. Like I and I think that's something really special. Um, Yeah, really like the Secret Wars one. That was a lot of fun to be like, you remember Secret Wars originally when it was about selling, you know, (laughs) 
action figures and Spider-Man got a black suit and no one really explains it because he gets it out of a room where Hulk gets new shorts. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it's literally like a room where they all get fabricated new uniforms, but his is symbiote. So that's cool. And how we got Venom. Um, so Secret Wars is rad. And then uh, same to what Kyle said, uh, retweet for the Witcher one. That's really fun because... I only know the Witcher 3 story and what we had gotten from Netflix at the time. Um, one that, that I didn't really have follow-up on, but I hate to admit how much I think about it, is Amory Wars. <laughs> Amory Wars, it, it holds a spot in my brain that I would like to use for like remembering loved ones' birthdays. But Amory Wars is there, and I cannot get it out. I just remember, I think that's the one where I the most times went, Oh, as Andrew kept talking about Same. it. Because, like, I think it could have been fine. I think it could have been a good story, but there are so many times that it's just like... It's very late 90s, early 2000s in a lot of yeah. aspects and in a lot of bad in a lot of bad ways. Um, I, I, and again, so like, thinking... Final... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, again, like, thinking about the core moments of that, the where it lost me, it was when the lead singer made himself the protagonist, mm -hmm. like the hero of the story. The Jesus was, allegory. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is too much. Um, so since we recorded that, this is actually as of this recording two days ago, there was an, a news article that came out saying, Coed and Cambria has confirmed their new album entitled Vaxis 2, A Window of the Waking Mind is coming out soon later this year. Good. Well, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode. <laughs> we won't. Hey, what, we whatever day won't. that is, I'm sick. <laughs> we absolutely will not. I'm sick and I'm turning off my phone. Yeah, I've definitely touched back on a couple of these as well. Todd, I do want to make note that when we did the Overwatch podcast, you said to end the episode, I'll play Overwatch when Overwatch 2 comes out. Well, uh, Overwatch, Overwatch 2, 2 has not out. come out. Todd has <laughs> played Overwatch. Oh, and it's probably played it more than anything else in 2021. Overwatch 2 is coming out right after Morbius. So. <laughs> same day, same day release. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I actually just finished the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender today. Uh, oh, I, nice. Yeah, I had never finished the series. I, I As I've been watching it back, have realized I watched all of season one and most of season two. Yeah, they um, were on Nickelodeon all for years while we waited for season three. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to finish it. I'm I'm going through on that one and definitely excited to finish it. Um, I got a Marvel Unlimited subscription for Christmas, and so I have really dove in on a lot of Ghost Rider content, um, yes. which has been a lot of fun. Including there is a new. Well, it came out in November of 21, but a new Ghost Rider comic exclusive to uh, Marvel Unlimited about Kashala, who we didn't talk about much, but I mentioned she was the 18th century Ghost Rider who was not only Ghost Rider, but was also Sorcerer Supreme simultaneously. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it has been a very fun read. And Doctor Doom is the main villain. And it's all about time and space and traveling through familial generations. It's been very good. I'm is really it, enjoying it. That sounds cool. Is as it heck. present day Doctor Doom in the eighteen in whenever time it takes place, or is it is it a different Doctor Doom? It is present day Doctor Doom, who is in a dimension removed from time right now. Okay. This is this is post God King Doom. 
um, in Doom's new attempt to take over the world. And actually what happened, okay, not to get really into Ghost Rider, (laughs) but just for a minute, um, Kashala's family, through their native belief system, their familial generations work in a circle. And every seven generations, that circle completes itself and connects the power of the generations. And so right now, the mother of the seventh generation or the sixth generation has been possessed by Kashala, who is the first generation, to protect her daughter, who is the seventh generation. So it's it's very interesting. It's very timey-wimey. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. So really enjoying that. Um, and then, yeah, I The Witcher I talked about earlier, I watched all of, I just bought Maddie the first two books yesterday. So I might end up reading those, which is crazy. So I might good. end up buying Witcher 3, which is crazy. Witcher 3 wow. is so worth playing. Yeah, it's... Um, but I'm, I'm really into The Witcher. And then, yeah, like Kyle said, uh, I went into the Neon Genesis Evangelion flavor text thinking this is a dumb anime and I hate it. And now I really like Neon Genesis Evangelion. So that's cool uh, and has become an ever-present part of my life. I think I think I can safely put on my tombstone as like one of my life's achievements is got wa- got Matt Cole to watch an anime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one you anime. Did. And if you count Avatar, The Last Airbender as an anime, Kyle yeah. also got me to watch an anime. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Todd, let that's me know. I don't really watch anime, so... <laughs> All right, well, do you guys have any other thoughts to share about favorite, least favorite, ones that surprised you uh, before we take a quick break here? Um, feel Everybody like there's... look at the list one more time. I'm looking sure at the list. Out. We, we just, we haven't mentioned, we're, we've been very, we're very neutral, it seems, on the Sandman, and yeah. except for Matt, Les Mis, and I think that's it. I think those are the only two that didn't get uh, an up or down either way oh wait i did i have one other thing um i went into the halo podcast expecting it to be dumb and i didn't think it was as dumb as i thought it was gonna be it was was about as dumb as i expected it yeah the parts of the halo story are dumb in the sense that like it has names that are a naming convention that is dumb and once you get into the overarching story of like religious space zealots want their way and everything is bad um, and then try and forget about the whole like Prometheans having an arc with life hidden on it. Like once you get past the, you got to clear a couple hurdles, <laughs> but then you're good. World building is challenging. World yeah. building is hard. Well, what a great thought for us to step away on. So we will be right back after this. Hey, are you ready for Mephisto to be in this show? Because he's going to be in this show. From the nerds that debate this comes The Ploos is Loose, a podcast where we break down every episode of the latest MCU shows being aired on Disney+. Dottie was going to be the embodiment of Mephisto. I feel very strongly that whether it was Mephisto... I do not think this is Mephisto. This is Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. You Mephisto. I'm going to keep saying Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. Shards of Mephisto. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. (laughs) How many times can we say Mephisto in this podcast each week we talk through plot details easter eggs and our own predictions for how the shows will end 
her husband, who she talks about, but we've yet to see, is Ooh, yeah. likely going to be Mephisto. He, she, me, Mephisto. The mailman is Mephisto. Uh, Everyone is Mephisto. <laughs> Mephistology, the study of Mephisto. Okay, so let's talk about this Mephisto bit. Schindler's Mephisto. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts. What we didn't get were any Mephisto sightings. I'll be at the bar drinking a beer and waiting for Mephisto to show up. All right, welcome back to this flavor text of flavor text. We've wrapped up our general discussion and I have two tasks left for us today. One of those tasks is to put the flavor text in some sort of order, but first it's time for flavor text trivia. Holy shit. Is everybody excited for flavor text trivia? I'm so excited. Do I do I win a beer at the end? Like um like when I normally do trivia? I've is never there, actually is there done... A tape, is there a table of middle-aged men who are going to absolutely destroy everyone else in the in the competition like well, when I Kyle, normally do trivia? Well, Kyle, I've never actually done bar trivia because every time I try and because... do it, Todd makes me leave. So <laughs> Daddy, I've never played Daddy bar calls trivia shots and we, we leave. That's, <laughs> it's happened that twice. That joke is only for us. I've, <laughs> I've only been in the same location physically as Matt Cole where A... I am there. B, Matt Cole is there. C, Trivia is there. Twice. And two for two, I'm like, we're not doing this. We're leaving. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) All right. So the way this game is going to work, uh, I've got six questions here that are all related to our flavor texts. Uh, We'll go in the same order as far as giving answers go. So Andrew, you'll be first. Kyle, you'll be second. And Todd, you'll be third. But everybody's going to give me their answer, and then we'll see who gets it right. This isn't a buzz-in sort of situation. It's more of a Final Jeopardy situation. So, question number uno. I'm guessing that we all remember what our first flavor text was, but can anybody tell me what the second flavor text was? Andrew. Uh, Eternals. And Kyle. I think it was the uh, the MTG one, the Magic the Gathering one. And Todd. No, it's not Magic the Gathering. I thought it was Five Nights at Freddy's, but I don't think... I want to say Eternals, but Andrew's already said Eternals, so I'm going to say Five Nights at Freddy's. All right, and one point goes to Andrew. Yeah. It was the Eternals. The Eternals was the second flavor text we put out. My... Oh, and Kyle, future Kyle, when you're editing this, if you want to like drop some some non-licensed music in here yeah (laughs) Yeah. do not ask me to put the jeopardy theme in here they have that they they are litigious about the jeopardy theme (laughs) not did you you put it in but reverse it (laughs) (laughs) i could i could do that so it sounds like a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) sounds like the the song of time from majora's mask all right well speaking of firsts can anyone tell me what our first commissioned flavor text was and for a bonus point what our last non-commissioned flavor text was we'll go reverse order this time just to switch it up so Todd, and i'm not allowed to look at the list you're not allowed to look well the list is in alphabetical order not chronological order um i can can i refer to it to see my options yes you can refer to it to see your options okay um i believe the first commissioned one was guy fietti um, and our last non-commissioned one, oh, baby. Um, 
was the last non-commissioned one Overwatch? Question mark? I'm going to say that. All right. Locking it in for Guy Fieri and Overwatch. Kyle, what are your picks? Um, I'm going to also say Guy Fieri for the our first commissioned one. And our last non-commissioned one, I'm going to guess uh, Secret Wars, knowing right. that's probably wrong. So Guy Fieri and Secret Wars for Kyle. Andrew? Uh, Guy Fieri, uh, certainly. And this is a trick question because Nier was our last non-commissioned one because that came after we started doing commissions, but that was a last-minute episode that I put together. Nier. Okay, all right. So you're well. all correct about Guy Fieri, and... I'm not going to lie. I had Overwatch as our last on commission because <laughs> wow. I forgot about Nier. So, Andrew, I will give you the courtesy point for being technically correct. Because the I'm best the guy that uploaded that one. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, we're going we're gonna to chase Mr. Butts out of the studio. And <laughs> drive, him, drive him out of town. All right. So The, sec- the secret is to edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Now that we've gotten commissions from tons of different people it may be hard to remember who commissioned what. But for a point in this arbitrary trivia game, which flavor text was commissioned by DT exclamation point superfan, my own mom, Brenda Cole? Kyle, we'll start with you. The Sandman. All right, Kyle says Sandman. Andrew? Sandman. And Todd? Call it a, call it a three. That's Sandman. Everybody got it. Three points across the board. Sandman commissioned hey, play, by my let's mom. Let's play a fun game. If if your mother's commissioned a flavor text, what would they what would they commission a flavor text in? <laughs> that is a fun game. My mom would uh, legit probably like Arrow. My mom loved mm. Arrow. Oh, that's such a good one. That though. is a good one. Uh, my mom would probably do Animal Crossing or Donkey Kong. Oh, because yeah. we used to play um, Animal Crossing when I was a kid, and uh, we used to play a lot of Diddy Kong racing. So probably one of those two. Yeah. My my mom would probably do those zany nerds over at um at uh oh fuck, what's the show now that I can't even think about it? (laughs) Wait, hold on. Is it the Big Bang Theory? The Big Bang Theory. Ah, Yeah. 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 (laughs) All I could all I could think of was Bazinga. That's all I could think of. Uh, quick plug. Go check yeah. out Full Metal Bazinga. Full metal Bazinga. Bazinga. Go check out <laughs> Full Metal Bazinga. Check out Red Trigger. It's just insanity. It's yeah. only only insane. All right, so we are moving into the back nine of trivia. IMHO. These ones get a little bit harder. So let's talk about something that matters: length. What <laughs> is our shortest flavor text? And I'll give you a bonus point. If you can guess within five minutes of the total length, Andrew, we are back to you. I'm going to guess shortest is Homestar Runner, and I'm going to say it's 52 minutes. All right. And uh, no, Kyle, you're next. I'm going to guess Les Miserables at an hour 10. All right. And Todd. Um, I'm also going to guess Homestar Runner. What was the time that Andrew guessed? I said 52. I'm going to say 53. Fuck All you. right, so... Eat my shorts. <laughs> Take that, Mr. Butt. <laughs> Andrew and Todd, both correct. It was nice. Homestar Runner. Now, I said that I would give you a bonus point if you can get within five minutes of the total length. Total length was 58 minutes, putting oh, Andrew yeah! absolutely oh, awesome. a minute away. 
Oh, uh, eat my entire ass. <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten it anyway, Mr. Butt. Okay, that's the last time we can make that joke. So moving into question number five, Andrew and Todd tied with five points each. Kyle, you're sitting at two points. So question number five, I'll ask the same question I just did, but the opposite, of course. What is our longest flavor text? And bonus points for being within five minutes of length. And I will say this one, I have broken out in hours and minutes. It's not like a hundred and however ass many minutes. Have uh, we, are we counting the two parters together or separately? Great question. We are counting them separately. Okay. All right. So Todd, you're starting on this one. I, I think it's Kingdom Hearts. I think that has to be the longest one. If it's not, it sure as hell feels like the longest one. Um, and in time, three hours and ten minutes. All right. Um, it, it's actually just an infinity symbol. <laughs> <it> just, <laughs> Kyle, you've got the next guess. Can I ask a qu- qu- question for the judge? Um, I don't that know I, that I'll answer it, but that's you can fine. ask. Did we release FNAF? in two parts or did we, we did only not release FNAF in two parts it was one no, part I'm gonna say FNAF at uh three hours and 40 minutes okay oh, that's a and chunky mistress Andrew <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna guess Evangelion I'm gonna say three hours and two minutes all right well the only person to get it correct was Kyle it was FNAF. Wow. wow. All right. Now, nobody got the bonus point. Todd, you were close at three hours and 10 minutes. FNAF was three hours and 17 minutes long. Wow. Oh, I Matt, almost said 320. How did you keep our attention about Five Nights at Freddy's for three hours and 17 We did it over two days. We We did did it over two two days. days. I did not keep your attention. You can actually listen to the episode and hear me losing your attention as we go. I'm miserable on that recording. Again. It's it's good. I mean, like, it is objectively good how upset Kyle is to be involved in the podcast. Man. All right, guys, I've got one more question for you, and this question is worth four points. So, <laughs> Kyle, I can, I can, I can come back. For you can come back. Here is my question. Kyle, you're going first. Andrew, you're going second. Todd, you're going third. What is the breakdown of who has hosted the most flavor text? Now, clarification, this is counting two-part episodes as two separate episodes and giving a point to all hosts on multi-host episodes. And it's also not counting this episode. So 29 total. Are we guessing how many each? So what I'm going to do is hosted the most. I am going to give you the numbers Oh, okay. And I need you to assign those numbers mm. to a host. Okay. So the numbers are 10, 9, 8, and 4. Okay. Kyle, we will start with you. I feel like Andrew is 10. I am 9. Todd is 8 and Matt is 4. All right. 
I'm same answer, but I'm flipping Todd and Kyle. So I think it's Andrew, Todd, Kyle, Matt, and Todd. Wait, what did what did Kyle say? Andrew, me, you, Matt. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the way that Andrew did it. I think he has the most. I think I'm second behind him, and then Kyle, then Matt. All right, official reveal. Andrew is correct with ten hostings, hostings of flavor text, ten. 10 hostess rolls of flavor text. I am last with only four. It'll be five counting this episode. Which and which four which four are those? Is it it's that I've hosted? Yeah, it's Ghost Rider. Ghost Guy Rider, Fietti, FNAF, everyone. Overwatch, and Guy Fieri. Yeah. yeah. In the middle, Kyle has nine and Todd Ooh. has eight. Yeah. Wow. So Kyle, you got them all correct. Which puts us in a three-way tie with seven points no. each. No, you got to ask a bonus question, Matt. You got to ask a bonus question. You got to ask a bonus question. What's that right. tiebreaker you obviously prepared? As requested, a tiebreaker question from a flavor text that I hosted. So this answer is a number, and whoever Fuck. gets closest to the number is the winner and we are not going to do the like bust rule. So you can go over and still be closest. It's fine. Doesn't matter. So, all right, here we go. In the Ghost Rider flavor text, how many individual Ghost Riders it. did we talk about? <laughs> did we talk about or did you, did you introduce? Was there two different numbers there? The intro to the Ghost Rider podcast okay has me saying, we're going to talk about X number of Ghost Riders today. Yeah. That's the number I'm looking for. Okay, Got not it. the not the quick and fast beats at the end. Right. Well, Got that it. includes the quick that and fast is, beats. Oh, the ones no. that we talked oh, about on the episode. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I, I got it. I've got a number in I've my head, and I don't think it's right, but I'm going to go with How it. How about we put it in chat? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and everybody... <laughs> it's, so it's not going to change my, my numbers. I'm going to say 12. I'm not going to... I'm, I'm a big kid. To say it out loud. All right, go ahead. So Todd says 12. 28. Um, 28. Oh, God. Mr. Butt says 28. I was yeah, also going to say 20. I was also going to say 28. Number. It's much higher than 12. 12. I was stuck on the, like, important beats we hit, not the rapid fast ones. Okay. So Kyle and Andrew both said 28. Which one of you has higher dexterity? <laughs> <laughs> let me. Okay. Let me just say this. Todd, you're wrong. Kyle, yeah. Andrew, pick a new number. You are within nine of the correct number. We're in within nine of the correct number. Okay. Yep. Um, I'll say 32. 19. The winner is Andrew. The correct ah. answer was 22. Okay. 22 okay. Ghost Riders in the Ghost Riders. Makes Rider you feel better about 12. Ooh. All right. Well, that's all I've got for Flavor Text Trivia. Now I think it's time to move into this ranking that we have been talking about for a few episodes. So last but not least, I want to try and put these bad boys in some sort of order. But to do that, we have to determine how we defined best and also how we defined worst. <laughs> and... The way that I think I want to start this, we're actually going to make a tier list of this. So maybe this tier list will get posted somewhere. We might post the VOD of us doing this. But the questions that I want to answer, and then I think we can go from there, 
is what is the agreed upon best, what is the agreed upon worst, and then what is true neutral? What is right in the middle? Hey friends, Todd here. Uh, so in the next 45 minutes or so, we thoroughly debate the ranking of each of our flavor text episodes. It is pretty interesting, and, and it's definitely a revealing look into how much we love and hate some of the lore behind these properties. We also say multiple times that we are recording and th that we're going to share the live stream video of all of this discussion that we have. Well, we lost that video, and we cannot get it back. I mean, to really prove a point, Andrew paid a sketchy German website like $9, and he still couldn't get it back. Um, to prove it, I even left in the audio of Andrew saving the, the video live. You can hear him typing and everything. Just so you know, there was an earnest attempt to make this happen. So sorry to disappoint you this early into 2022, but that's on us. That, that's our bad. What we will do is we will blast out a picture um, of our final ranking through all of our social media, but that video clip is lost. So if you do want to hear a discussion, neat. I mean, stick around. Stick around for a bit. It's 45 minutes of pretty fun content. We argue a lot. It's it's good time. Um, but if you'd rather just hear the final product, then go ahead and skip ahead 45 minutes from the end of, of this little side clip here. So, all right. Anyway, I'm going to put you back to the show. Thank you. You're great. Uh, Kingdom Hearts lore is, is trash, but you are great. So keep being great. Uh, we love you. Also, um, since I am going to pass this back, uh, just make sure you stick around. At some point, Matt does make a car-based coheating Cambria pun. After we announce our ranking, it's very fun. Okay, bye. The floor is open. So I think Sandman is our true neutral, because that's the only one we didn't... No one had a good or a bad thing to say about Sandman. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would Sandman agree with that. Sandman is pretty close to the middle of my list. I'm going to put. I'm gonna go ahead and put Sandman B tier. Great. Can I offer a, a high watermark and a low watermark for consideration? Yeah. yeah. My scale goes from Homestar Runner to Kingdom Hearts. That is my... Oh, that is see, Kingdom, Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is, is not, not my top, but it's high for me. I would also take Homestar Runner to Amory Wars. But me, that is also my spectrum. Let me pitch this to you. How about... I think Evangelion is the top one because Evangelion has, has got two people to fully watch the anime after we recorded it two of us two of the three of us went and watched the thing it's in my top 25 percent, so i would take that i think well, i think i can i can i'm i can agree to evangelion being the highest it's not my one, highest but i can agree to that i have one argument before we lock that in by that logic you can say the same for witcher and i think i would put there. witcher above Evangelion. Cool. I enjoyed doing that a little more than I enjoyed doing Witch or Evangelion, so I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with that. I'd be fine with that, yeah. Witcher All right, so... is number one in our S tier. Alright, so... Henry as... Cavill is number one in our S tier. <laughs> as far as worst goes, I... I agree with Todd. I feel pretty good about putting Kingdom Hearts on the bottom of this list. I was not sober by the end of that episode. <laughs> I could not have been sober by the end of that episode. I I will take Kingdom Hearts as the 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 bippity bottom of our list I, because I yeah. I really enjoyed the manic energy we all had during it, and that's mm -hmm. what I'm and and if that means it's the worst of the worst, I I am uh, fine I, with that. I gotta fight for it, not because I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts, because that lore is is poo poo bananas. But <laughs> that one, 
does that one I think is really fun as an experience and it did kind of set the tone and the yeah. cadence. And this is where that's this where is where I, it's that's a where hard I'm argument. coming from. That's where I'm yeah. coming from. This is the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time argument because it is an important entry in the lore <laughs> in the canon. <laughs> but is it objectively the best? I don't know. Okay. But I think it deserves at least a, a B or an A tier. I do not it think it deserves deserve a, a B or an A tier at all. Well, let me ask you this, right? So we're doing this on, on tiermaker.com, which of we course sure runs S-A-B-C-D. But we don't necessarily have to think of this as best to worst. We can think of this as like most bought in to least bought in. Okay. Or like, how are you defining? Because when I think of putting something on either end of the scale and we have Witcher at the top of our scale. I think of that as like, I listened to all the lore. It made a lot of sense. I really enjoyed it. I got really into the property. And so to me, the exact opposite of that is kingdom hearts in the sense of I hated the lore. It didn't make a jack lick of sense. I did yeah. not invest in the property. Well, and yeah, I think that's, 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 I think that's important to say that like the flavor text the content we create is not bad. It's not the flavor texts themselves are not bad. It's that you've yeah. laid your cards out on the table. Was your hand good? Like yeah. what okay. was what came so together we, good? Yeah, I, I can I can buy that. So we'll put Kingdom Hearts as the bottom of our D tier. Dookie Dookie bad bad boy D tier. So with that in mind, now that we've set top and bottom, do we? And I don't have an opinion on this. I'm just asking. Do we need to change? true neutral like if we're gonna go on the scale of kingdom hearts to witcher is there a better true neutral than sandman i think sandman's a good one i think sandman's good good. i i I, for i nothing sandman (laughs) 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 that was like my my i was like when i came out of that flavor text i was like yeah i mean i like the smiths (laughs) 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 so yeah yeah all right. Well, then should we just go by like one by one and try and put yeah. these bad boys in here? Yeah. Let's do it, baby. So what's that first logo down there? So that, first uh, we have Coheed and Cambria, aka yeah. Amory Wars. Um, that's D. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> gonna that's gonna end up solidly in the D tier for me. See, I I kind of liked it. I kind of enjoyed it. It was it was stupid enough to be to I, look. Here's the thing. I would I take bought, a C for that because I enjoyed I enjoyed. Yeah how bad it was yeah i would do a c tier i went and bought the third book i haven't read it yet but i did (laughs) buy the third book i i i disagree but as long as my disagreement is documented in this podcast then i'm i will accept what the majority rules i'm writing a note todd hates this one got it yeah hopefully we got that in the in the recording okay c tier it is amory wars c tier uh, Animorphs, S S or A. I I would love to see it in S, but I I will accept an A as well. I I'd say A. I feel A tier okay. about Perfect. Animorphs. I really think the S tier has to be like some special things. Yeah, yeah. I think I, we're gonna have a number that land in like A, B, and C, and then just a few are gonna end up in D. And oh yeah, well yeah. it's the pantheon of flavor text gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so arcane. I feel very nothing about Arcane. Arcane Same. is like a, a C plus to me. Like it was well well researched. The lore, the story of Arcane is is good, um, but but I spent the whole time just like calling the shots before 
before we yeah. got to the shots. So yeah, that's, that's I, I a C plus it, to me. Yeah, I would say like I and I know like you guys haven't watched the show. Mm-hmm. Um, C, I would say C feels right. I enjoyed the show. Um, I don't think it was anything special, but I thought it was very enjoyable. See, it is great. Avatar. I'd say a B, probably. I feel I feel good about that. I think Avatar is a fantastic property. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the I think when you lay it all out on the table, you're like, oh, cool, cool. Like the the, the chosen one kid. I get it. Yeah. It it's it's more in, uh, having that. It's hard because it's hard with the ones that you've actually seen. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like I would say, as a property, it's real. It's up there. When you when you list it all out in bullets, though, it's fine. It's it's an mm-hmm. S tier property. Like sure, when you yeah. with all the pieces put together, I would say it's an S tier show. Yeah. Um. The the flavor text version of it is a yeah. is a what do we say B? It's a B. I think yeah. I think I texted. I don't know if I texted it to all of you, but I know I texted it to Kyle. The cartoon moment where Toph like breaks down the metal door and then oh, turns yeah. into a, a metal <laughs> monster because they wrap themselves in like liquid metal and just beat the asses <laughs> yeah. of all the bad guys. Yeah. The the I'm caption like, the caption to that is like two minutes ago this guy didn't even know metal bending existed and now he's getting his ass beat by a, a metal <laughs> like a child wrapped in metal. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. And, and so just to kind of circle back on some of the earlier ones, just to be clear, dear listeners, we're not necessarily saying that like, these are Sandman not judgments. Is a terrible. Yeah. These, these are, are not judgments, judgments on, the, on actual, the properties, on yeah. the property themselves. It's our portrayal of the properties or our interpretation of the properties as distilled in two to three hour, uh, Podcasts. Yeah. regurgitation, audio, audit, auditory regurgitations. With the exception of kingdom hearts. I am here to judge <laughs> that property. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, now, here's an example of one. <laughs> Next is Bomberman. Here's an example where I would suggest that Bomberman is at least A tier because I would, of the insanity on paper. I would put yeah. Bomberman in the S tier. I would also okay. put Bomberman in S tier. I think I think Bomberman gets that S tier yeah. honor because if you would have asked any of us, any single one of us, even even um, the the you know, our, our friend in the Patreon who, cause I think it was Tommy's, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I bet Tommy didn't have any idea what he no, was getting he, into. No, no idea. And, and, and this is, it's, this is one of those properties. For me, it's a, it's uh, on the fact that there are 60 of these games. That's yeah. 80. That's eight, 80. 80. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Even better. It's, that's, it's, that's enough for me to like, yeah, that's an S tier flavor text. It gets top honors because what you expected and what we came out with two very yes. different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I don't know is... which anime boy this <laughs> is. Code... You're gonna have to tell and me. I got it. It's Code Geass. Um, I I would say it's a C. Although I I was won over on the property by that. Okay. Episode. Well, that that means I... it's not. It's at least not D. But I would argue the sheer fact that Matt and Todd completely forgot about it. Yeah. Probably Here... puts it lower. <laughs> Here's. I'm gonna just level with you. I know we're gonna talk about Code Geass. We're gonna talk about East, and we're gonna talk about Near at some point. <laughs> and I'm gonna need help remembering which one which is was which. which okay because i me, liked two of yeah. them and i didn't like one of them and it's like I, three flavors of white bread it's all um, the same you, thing code, I, I re- code geass had... you did not like code geass todd so yeah, code, code geass is the one with the three superpowers yeah, um okay. that one was trying to take over you had the 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 bad boy and the good good the good good boy and they both drove big mechs this is not helping <laughs> K- code, and code geass do you remember had, okay this, had king Geass. in it 
Yeah, well, that. Kogias had the thing with the cat. Remember how I talked about the cat? There was like a whole three episode arc de- 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 with a cat and them be, in high school. I want They're this also to be at least right. at, at highest a C. Yeah, I think C is fair. I, okay, listen, we just kind of had a little fight about the fact that none of us either remember yeah. or can clearly explain Code Geass. But Kyle liked it and actually was like, I want to go in or interact with this. That, to yeah. me, I think brings it up to a C from a D. I don't, I'm, I'm feeling a little D tier about this. Definitely I, above Kingdom I, Hearts. So but. let me say, Andrew, I completely forgot about the that there's a whole anime <laughs> high school plotline in this show might be deep here. Until you said that, so, until you yeah. said it just now, I was like, oh yeah, there was an anime high school plotline. Probably not a probably not C tier. Yeah. Can I open up before we say anything about this next one? I would like to open the floor for Eternals, the next one. Next one. Yeah. The next the next one is Eternals. Let our flavor text not pay for the sins of the movie. Let the Let- flavor text. Pay May for I the go? sins of the source material. May I go? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate the source material and I hate the movie. That's a D tier for me, baby. I think it's a C, because I I was into this when we were. Did recorded. you remember yeah. it? Is it memorable? I I think C tier, I remember it more than I remember, I remember parts. Code Gas. Yeah, I remember parts of it. Um but I also have not watched the movie yet, and I feel like I'd remember oh. more once well, I watched it. Well, I'm movie. glad that you're <laughs> voting on this before you've done that bit of homework, because that helps the argument today. I'll allow the C, but I'll make a note that I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Much like we made the note that Todd disagrees with, yeah. mm-hmm. with one. On um, our tier list here, Andrew, you got to drag Code Geass to the left of uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yes. There okay. we go. Yeah, to do, to wait to show that it's or because we have to rank by tier. Got it. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm just putting in orders of stuff. Kingdom Hearts is the furthest away from the sun. It is, <laughs> it is in the elephant graveyard. It knows what it did. All right. So on the other side of the spectrum of sad anime boys, we've got Evangelion. Now, for the same reason, I think Evangelion is S tier because again, two of you have watched this entire show. Yeah. I I'd, wouldn't stop you at, from putting it in S tier. At risk of overloading the S tier, I think it's an S tier. Yeah, I, I think I it's would, top A tier. Yeah, or S tier is my thought. Yeah. I'll put it after Bomberman, but in yeah, it's got to be at the end of the S tier. Okay. I and I think I thought it was interesting enough that I remember beats of the story. I just knew it wasn't for me, and I yeah. think that that's like important to point out that just because I don't love something. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I just saw the the, the screen says you were viewing Mr. Butt screen. <laughs> <laughs> now it says in uh, our in our little thing, says, Mr. Butts in parentheses sucks. It's yeah, it's really the gift that keeps yeah. on giving. It's pretty yeah. good. Um, so real quick, uh, oh, I thought, oh, um, so for Evangelion, I do want to note that was the only one that I've done of these animes where I was able to actually talk about every single episode. Yeah, which I think it, is at the time was only twenty two episodes long. It's only twenty two ep- uh twenty four, twenty four sure. doesn't matter. Whatever. The, the the difference being between that and even Code Geass, which was just as many episodes, every episode matters. And and that's yeah. that's one thing that I really enjoy about this anime and why it feels different is because there is no chunk. There's no there's no filler. It, everything matters. Um anyway, next one is Studio Ghibli. Uh this one for me I think is an A. I put Studio a. Ghibli solidly in A. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say B, but I'll, I, I've, I'm outvoted and I'm fine with um, it. I don't if have for nothing else, Great of the Fireflies. 
<laughs> I, I and the whimsy the, scale. I think the whimsy, the whimsy scale, scale, the whimsy scale, scale puts it, it in the A. That was a good yeah. example of like I had only seen like twenty percent of those movies that you shared, but you talking about them on a scale of yep. whimsy was was a very enjoyable way for me to consume that. Got it. Uh, on a similar note, I should note some Ghost Rider is next. I should note that Ghost Rider came up in all of our what did you like the most? So I would argue that it's at least an A, if not an S. Well, I, and so here's, okay, so here would be my my platform to stand on that it could be considered an S, is that I think this was our, and it might be our only absurd dive into a singular comic book property. I'm scanning this as I'm saying this. I mean, obviously we have the Eternals, which is like a, a concept. We have, you know, Secret War, which is a, you an know, arc. A, an yeah. arc. Um, this was our first dive into one hero or one character. And for me, it was incredibly enjoyable to hear about all the different iterations of this character that some of them still stick in my mind. Um, and I really enjoy them. Like I was on the edge of my seat looking up these like pictures as Matt was discussing it. And so I would like to say at least A, maybe even S. It doesn't beat Henry Cavill. I want to beat Henry Cavill. I want to say it's an A. It's an A for me because I personally it did not it did not move my needle on mm-hmm. Ghost Rider okay. at all. Like, I like Ghost Rider just as much as I did before and after the episode came out. It was very good, very well researched. Matt had a lot of passion for it, but um, I I remained as interested before and after as, as if, I was. If we were rating this on passion alone, on Matt's passion alone, <laughs> I would give it an S. Sure. The, the, the source material gets an A from me. Yeah. I would say I agree with all of those things. I think that I would put Ghost Rider at the top of A tier. So perhaps above the Animorphs. So be it. Uh, Next we got... Guy Fieri was a lot of fun. (laughs) We got Guy Fieri. This to me is a B. It was a really fun B. It's a really fun B. Yeah. You, we we showed up. Maybe we the top fun. of maybe above Sandman mm-hmm. in the bees. Uh, yeah. We we learned something. <laughs> I would okay. I just looking at our B tier right now. I would go Guy Fieri Sandman Avatar okay. is my B tier. Sure. There we go. Cool. Halo. Um, I feel like Halo lands in the B tier. Um, yeah. I- not not a not a maybe a C for me. I think it's the top. I think it's the top of C for me as well. I have. Then we need to move Amory Wars down. <laughs> <laughs> Halo does not deserve to be next. I to mean, Amory it could be above Amory Wars, but like uh, I I something better like be Halo. between it and Amory Wars. By okay, the end okay, of this. I'll give you B because I liked Halo more than I liked Eternals. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't know if Halo goes next to. It goes with with Avatar, Sandman, yeah, and Guy Fieri, though. Let me Man, offer you this guy. compromise. What if we slid Amory Wars to the right of Arcane and then put Halo at the top of C? I feel better about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like that. Putting, yeah. putting it, having, I, I wouldn't say that Halo would have to be above uh, Avatar, but there's a gap between Halo and Amory Wars, <laughs> and if okay. we aren't going to address it, we'll I'm going to riot. One thing, though. Monstar. <laughs> <laughs> remember Monstar? I remember the Monstars, the bad guys from Space <laughs> Jam and nothing else. Uh, all right, Homestar. Where's our boy Homestar go? Probably an A, I think. 
maybe a hi- maybe feeling, a high B. I was feeling high B ish about Homestar. Okay. It's I mean it was a lot of fun. It is also our shortest flavor text, and there's just like there's only so much there, there you know. There wasn't a lot to say about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm good with high B. It um, was personally one him, of my favorite, but like it's not lore rich. You want to put in between Guy and Mr. And Sandman? Sandman and the Smiths? <laughs> yeah. I'm into that. I'm fine with that. Okay. So next we have not Arcane, but the original League of Legends one. Now this one, I gotta go D. I did not like whatever the can, fuck. Uh, 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 was it? Was the land called Runeterra? Can I make my pitch as to why it? So Arcane, I think, solidly stands in that C tier. I'll tell you why League of Legends should probably be in D tier. It's because. The storylines of the, like, 80 different champions, 100 different champions, are all very good. Yeah. There is, or at least most of them or some of them are very good. That's fine. There's no time on Earth to do all of that. The generic story of Rune Terra and the evil forces. Yeah. It's it's not fantastic. No. And I think that they also didn't probably plan for that story until they'd Mm -hmm. caught some, some speed to what they were doing. And so in this scale of like, how is that lore? How is the story? How gripping is it? I'll even that story go, is not gripping. I'll go so far to say it belongs in D tier because um, until probably only the last five years, it's been treated like lore. Until then, the lore has been, sure. this is a battle world. Yeah. They're, they're, all here yeah. To mortal, they're all here to mortal combat. You're here to play the game. It, lore, lore, is, lore is low on the list of priorities. When... It did the thing. It did the thing that Tarantino people try to do with Tarantino movies, where like, oh, all the Tarantino movies yes. are connected. I don't want them to be like. If this were just an anthology of cool fantasy tropes, yes. it would be so much better, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would put League of Legends above Code Geass in D tier. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Cool. Um, there are no there are no cats or anime high schools in League of Legends. <laughs> um, Les Miserables. Lameness doesn't do anything for me. It's yeah. like it's like it probably belongs in B tier with like right next to Sandman, same level as Sandman, where it's, it's like it's really I don't good. Know about bread. that, Kyle. I got I yeah. got more out of the Eternals than I got out of Lameness. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ooh. I I would agree. Um, of course, I also think that it's a crime that Amory Wars is above <laughs> anything in C tier. <laughs> it's but certainly... Todd, the Monstar virus. All of the planets <sighs> were up. exploded and that created Earth and the nine planets I, that we have I, today. I would not object I would I would not object to be to Lamez being as low as C tier. But I, yeah. I think it it's it occupies the same space in my mind among these as Sandman does, where it's just very fine. Let me, let me make a pitch, though, again, mm-hmm. to ease everyone's mind. I think we all like Les Miserables, the, me- yeah. the musical. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can all agree. Les Miserables, the musical, is not good because of the story. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah. it's, it's the characters. It's the setting. It's the music. It's the entire package. The story is it was essentially the book, which is a story about the French Revolution, which is interesting. Um, I remember caring way more about Sandman and the story and the characters than the beats of Lemez. All right. Yeah. C tier. C tier it is. Um does he it now... goes it goes in front of Amory Ward. I would put it after sure. the Eternals. <laughs> I okay, what if we put the Eternals before Amory Wars? Okay, Absolutely deal. Yeah. Our... yeah. I disagree. I will I, I, I think it goes nope. between Arcane and Amory Wars. 
All right, fine. And that's that's fine. Agreed. I'm just mad that Amory Wars exists in a vacuum <laughs> with these other properties. I like that Amory Wars is like holding the line in C tier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next one, I couldn't get a picture of this. This is Rob Liefeld's take on Captain America <laughs> oh, to God. represent the social justice in comics. Oh, He's good. So bulgy. He's got real man boobs. Um, that's that's either C above Halo for me or B below Avatar for me. That's like again squarely squarely in the middle. Like I like B below Avatar. I feel pretty good mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, agreed. Cool cool concept. Um not a yeah. ton there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next one is Mandalore and the Mandalorians. Now, I think this is similar to how uh, Ghost Rider appeared in all of our favorites. This did appear in most of our un- our unlikes or dislikes. Well, and, I think and it's below Emory Wars. Oh God, so many <laughs> things shouldn't be below Emory Wars. Um, I'm fine. I, I'm fine with it. Like with with it holding out the bottom of C tier. Like it. Yeah. Uh, as far as Star Wars lore goes, like Star Wars lore is is pretty C tier to begin with. Let's be well, let's all be honest yeah, with the ourselves. extended Star Wars universe. Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like Well and if you remember like the biggest critiques we had were like maybe there's a cool story here, but like, oh my God, to get to it is mm-hmm. is just near yeah. impossible. Mm-hmm. Well I mean you could say the same thing for League of Legends, which isn't D tier. Well, yeah. But I think like I think the effort that went in to build the concept of Runeterra was like, ah, planet but it's not Earth. We'll we'll put Mandalore right after nestled right after Eternals and is that before right after, Amory Wars? After Amory Wars. Uh, okay, so this one is hard. So this is this next one is supposed to be Magic Part One. It's the Phyrexia. It's the a Phyrexian. Yeah. Yeah. Can which, we put them together? Can we just do? I I think this one I could. Well, okay, so. I want to. I, I, I actually make... I think we should look at them differently because those were two okay. very different episodes mm-hmm. based uh-huh. on the lore. And Kyle, can you remind us the major beats of one and two, please? So, as best I remember, one is um, is pre pre mend was the pre mending story, which is when like mm-hmm. pl- planeswalkers lost got a little depowered, and the story in general got a little less uh, like '90s back of a comic book shop vibes to it. So it was a little more metal. It was a little more gritty. And I I think was the better of the two, um, and then the second one was was post mending was and that's more where they get in where like they do the Magic the Gathering version of the Avengers, which yeah. is good and fine. But I would I would put if we're putting them together, I would put one at the end of A tier and two at the at the beginning of B tier, and if we're separating them, they can go anywhere in those tiers to for me yeah I, but i think one is definitely the better story of the two uh, one definitely i think one is what hooked us and yeah. i agree and like one was the, what i remember is like the Frexians and like that really cool image with the man with the like the doom gate or whatever yep. the hell that was yeah. mm-hmm. one one to me i think is an a um the 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 avenger stuff was still cool and like that's the magic that i know but it was not nearly as cool and rad and metal as as yeah. uh, part one was. I would definitely put part one in A tier. I think I would put part two like mid B tier. Sure. Because I think 
I would definitely put Guy Fieri in Homestar over Part Two of Magic. Yeah, that's. What I, I think it's I'd in a similar. And honestly, I'd put I'd put Sandman above above Part Two of Magic too. So hmm. let's. So Todd, part, what do you think? I'm good with either of those. All right, so Part Two goes right after Sandman before Avatar. And then part one. I would. I think I'd put part one above Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Is that absurd? Yeah. Yeah. No, no I, I think I think that one really like we all came out of that one like holy shit. I mean, I went immediately to go play uh, Magic the or Magic Arena. Did terribly and stopped playing after a week, but I did do it. And it was yeah. because of that flavor. After guys. they bullied Andrew off the platform. I got so bullied off the platform, you guys. <laughs> Um, cool. Okay. Is this is near. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, I know what I feel about near. I love this story, and I had so much fun doing this. Um, however, I will admit that doing it, like I had to put in the music. I had to cut in a lot of the music just to give like a sense of the. This is one of those like you really have to play the game and experience it. It is for a very particular type of person. So I do not think this is a. This might be low B if the rest of you guys enjoyed it, but I'm okay with putting it lower. I I liked I liked it because of the way that that twist hit. The way the it's, the twist is important. The way that twist hit, I think, elevates it from the lower ends. But it's either a high C or a low B to me. Okay. I I think I had this one in like my top twenty five percent of flavor text because I remember actually liking it when the dust had settled, and I don't tend to enjoy JRPGs. Yeah. Um. So I would I would argue for maybe towards the end or somewhere in the middle of B. Can I can I interest you in above Sandman? I, uh, I'm okay with I that. Don't have a huge horse in this race because I wasn't on that episode. Yeah, it I don't it does not pass Homestar Runner. To me, Homestar Runner would be leading the the B tier chart just because I like it so much. But you know, if if you yeah. have to have Amory Wars, I have to have Homestar Runner as my immovable yeah. object. Um, I guess what I was gonna say, re near, is that putting near above Avatar feels a little weird. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. We could open up the discussion on Avatar again. I, I feel like that one. Needs I feel to be a like where higher. where Avatar has moved to is not mm-hmm. representative of of the lore. I don't know what it. But what if do we just flip if, Avatar and near? Well, okay. So let's let's just to revisit Avatar a little bit again. We don't that that property is very good. It's it has it suffers from I think it suffers from a little bit of the magic and the or suffers from the League of Legends and the Halo thing, which is like when you put it all out there in bullets, it can be a little bit uh, um, underwhelming. It's a little underwhelming when you when you list it all out. I do feel like it's above baseline, though. If Sandman is our true neutral, I do feel like it's above. It's got a 50 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. IMO. So I would I, I I would put it above Sandman around where Near is. Yeah, I feel I feel good about that. I wanna I wanna swap now Near and Avatar. I think Avatar goes above Near still. That's fine with me. Okay, perfect. So B is we've got so just to kind of for because there's a visual component here. Uh, so we've got in our S tier we've got The Witcher, we've got Bomberman and Evangelion. A tier, we've got Ghost Rider, Animorphs, Magic Part 1, and Studio Ghibli. 
B tier, we've got Guy Fieri, Homestar Runner, Avatar, Near, Sandman, Magic Part 2, and then Social Justice and Comics. C tier is Halo, Arcane, Les Mis, Amory Wars, <laughs> Eternals, and Mandalore. And then D tier is only League of Legends, Code Geass, <laughs> and then by a huge breath. A huge Can course. we add an F tier? Kingdom, does this, Kingdom does this tier maker not have an F tier? Um, I didn't add one, but I think we, we could put I we could drop hear. Kingdom Hearts down to F tier if we're you can just delete it off the screen. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. It's my baby. No. Okay, so let me let me make a pitch to you for D tier. Um, and this is I feel kind of bad because it was a fun episode to record, mm. and you know we we had a lot of laughs. I, I said, come, come fruit, and that's on the internet forever. <laughs> but I think I would put One Piece in D tier, and let me tell you why. Um, we did two two-hour podcasts and covered, yeah. like, less than a tenth of the property. <laughs> uh, and that hurts. Also, like, it drove Andrew, the person who did it, slightly insane. And <laughs> none of us have ever gone back and touched it because even us yeah. condensing it down into four hours of podcast is barely enough to give you the base <laughs> to start the show. And I don't like, I understand that One Piece is objectively a good anime, but in this realm of flavor text that we're doing, I think yeah. it's in D tier. Let me, let me quickly for the listeners, so much like the magic let me break down part one and part two, because I'm I'm kind of at the point where I don't disagree with you, Matt. I'm very proud of that episode and that like to me set personally set the tone and like set the set the format on how I do my flavor text. So like again, it's it's an Ocarina of Time situation. It's a very important entry in this in this pantheon. Um so part one, I would and I would also argue part one should be higher than part two. Oh, see, part, I was mm-hmm. I was gonna say part two was mm-hmm. what won me like was what really part two pushed me closer to watching the, okay. the series than part one did. Well, let me let me remind people what, what they were. So part one was kind of like building the team. So we were getting all of the main characters and we had all of their backstory. So we got a little bit of we got the introduction to the gum gum fruit, but we didn't get a lot of it. It was like the what Todd really liked, which was the oh, but you can't swim in a mm-hmm. world that's filled with water. That's kind of interesting. We we met Nami and, and Usopp and uh, the other two, um, and we got their backstories. The The highlight, of I think, of arc, the first arc, is the, uh, is the, the story of the... The shark uh, man fight? The, the shark man fight. It's, it's two things. It's the story of the, the restaurant ship where, um, where they meet the chef. I forget his name now. Yikes. Um, and also the the kind of the culmination of arc one is when they go back and we get Nami's backstory and they yeah, and they fight the the shark man and she there there's that whole I thing actually, with like her adopted mother thing. I went and like watched the clips of the shark man fight when it was all said and done with, and I actually kinda yeah. liked that. It's considered to be a highlight of the entire series and, and was for me. I it was it was his Trinity Killer. Yeah, it was it, it yes, honestly yes. Like it's <laughs> it's Dexter season four. Um, season so arc two. This is a little. I think this is a little more contentious. I think more people like arc two. I didn't. I this was where mm. I was like really hurting. Um, so this was there was a lot of fluff in arc two. This was that's, the Alabasta saga. Yeah, that and, and that's yeah. that might be why I remember the liking the like because you <laughs> skipped over it. <laughs> 
when this we is did when it. I got this is when I got really crazy. Um, the first half of the Alabasta saga is just like introducing a bunch of gum gum fruits. <laughs> And it was like the the I have the stomp stomp fruit and the gun <laughs> gun fruit, <laughs> which is the power of gun. It definitely like does tie itself together when all of these threads come together. But like, boy, howdy, does it take a while. Um, so I would be okay with putting part two in D tier. I would say with all of the things said, part one should be at the end of C tier and part two should be at the top of D tier. But maybe above Mandalore. For and above for, and below Amory Wars, below Amory stop, Wars. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then part uh, two is the is above League of Legends. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't the you grabbed. It, this is nothing. I I had one extra image here, so don't, oh, okay, don't worry about gotcha, it. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so next is Overwatch. I don't remember a single thing about the lore of Overwatch, except <laughs> there are good guys and there are bad guys. It's not I, very good. I think it's a D. I think it's a... I, I remember really? more lore. I remember more lore out of the events that, that Andrew was talking about, but that was a fun event, but that comes back every year, because at one point I'm like, oh, that's a specific team. That's it's, cool. It's, and I know it does, a little, it does a little bit better job than this, but it has League of Legends vibes to me where it's... Mm-hmm. We've got these characters. They fit these tropes. Let's make a story so that it makes sense that they're all here together. And it is m- more well done than League of Legends. And I do remember, I think, saying that sentiment a lot during that episode. But it still just smacks of just the, like, here are our toys. Here's our toy box. Kiss. Like, it's just... <laughs> like. Here's, yeah. here's what I remember out of the, the story, because um, you went over, like, histories of people. I remember that Soldier 76 and Reaper have a traumatic backstory together, and I remember that Widowmaker has a heartbreaking story that still makes me feel bad to this day. So, I don't love this. Yeah, I think... I If I'm gonna... If I'm ranking League of Legends... Because on uh, using that criteria, I think Overwatch is even lower than like having that sense of of um, cohesion. But Matt, we have been talking over you. Go ahead. <laughs> I okay. So like, I will agree with a lot of the things that have been said. Overwatch's story is incredibly generic. It's like, and then there's a Captain America, and mm-hmm. Captain America plays for Shield, and then Hydra infiltrates Shield, and then Captain America has to go off on his own and read it. It's it's very generic. I don't have as many, oh, we put the story in second vibes on Overwatch as I do on League of Legends, where like League of Legends is like, we have 100 people, let's try and draw a line between them. Overwatch, it's like, okay, here's the line that we're walking. Who's let the me, next character on this let me line? Make, let me make the distinction, if I, may, if I may attempt this. League of Legends got all the, ha- dumped out the toy box and said, how, how are all these pieces going together? Um, Overwatch started at as they added characters thought through adding each one so like they if they started with four and then added a fifth they were like okay how are we adding number five to this great how are we adding number six to this so it i would put it above league of legends in that regard where it's still very toy boxy but it's they they did it one at a time they put them in and were like that works let's do the next one where league of legends is like we got all these parts how do we make a thing 
okay, great. And like, and that, that's the distinction to me. Yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. So we hit, so Overwatch goes in D tier above League of Legends and below One Piece Part 2. Okay, two more left. We've got Secret Wars. I really like this one. This one was stupid fun. Secret, I, what was the other? Oh, Eternals is the other comic, the Marvel one. Um, yeah. Secret Wars to me is uh, an A. Uh, or I think a, it's an A too. Or a, yeah, or a high, high B or a low B. A. Yeah. 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 I'm, I feel fine about either of those. Probably below I, Studio Ghibli, but like just. Yeah. I, I like it. I, so, you know, we're obviously trying to talk about like the lore. I think I like it even more knowing that it was based off of that stupid idea in the 90s. Yeah. Like that they were like, LOL, we're making money off toys. Everyone's here. You're all here now. Um, and like watching that cartoon happen in real time. And then to know that, you know, and someone's going to yell years. like someone's going to yell at this point in the podcast, like, how is that different than Overwatch or League of Legends? And to that, I say it is it's and, our show, not yours. Yeah, and yeah. it's our show. It's not yours. Well, well, um, well my point was going to be that, like, they they had an idea in like the 90s that was shoddily put together and then they ran on to a bunch of different storylines later. With the 90s version isn't much better than Overwatch or League of Legends. No. The 2015 no, was... version fixed that. And that's why I want to would say it's an A tier. Cuz in the in the pushing up glasses in like the 90s version it was like the the game master beyonder whoever is doing it is just pulling people there in the two, 2015 it's, version. I mean it's literally the joke I make in the episode where like a, an exec rips a line of coke and is like, "All right, how do we add the Hulk?" Great. Well, and it was, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It was their way of like, we're smashing universes together. Yeah. Just deal with it, you nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is so we're all in one? agreement and all in agreement that uh, Secret Wars is an A. Yeah. yeah. Sick. That's good. Last is this one. East? This is East, Todd, <laughs> by process of elimination. I think I also had that one pretty high. Yeah. This is a good one. I very much a, enjoyed this one. Yeast is a mid B to me. I agree. Um, it's, it's very. It's very, very JRPG in a good way. It's let me put it mm-hmm. let me put it this way. It's mm-hmm. a B in the same way that Seinfeld is a B sitcom to me, in that other things have done it better since. Yeah. But it only because Yeast did it well originally. Yeah, can I, I can agree with B. I would say that I would put Yeast after Sandman. Is my two cents there? I'm also. I don't really have a good reason why. I yeah. just feel that way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight for its positioning in B, but I think it should be like somewhere in B. Probably not at the end. Um, I would. I feel like East should be above Sandman, but I'm okay with it being below near. If knowing that like again i think i enjoyed the properties a lot more than the sum of its parts sure all right mm-hmm. i'm I'll okay with that. that yeah also because that then makes that then has a perfect 13, bell curve <laughs> almost a perfect bell curve in that there are 13 entries before sandman and 14 entries after sandman Amazing. and that makes me feel a lot better well andrew bad news 14 <laughs> 13 plus 14 plus 1 is 28 which means uh, we're missing you, one, and the one forgot. we're missing is FNAF. 
Five, five oh, nights no. at Freddy's. Oh. I didn't. Uh, okay, well, let's make this extra. Let's make this extra one piece one represent FNAF, which is going in the D tier, Matt. Yep, it is. <laughs> and I, I think it probably is going in the D tier. And it it's, going up, just, it's going below G- Code Geass. It's going just above Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I can't. I know that it's our most listened to episode. I don't care. SEO doesn't give a shit. I can't argue with you <laughs> there. I mean, I, I, I would put if I'm gonna give you my like real honest opinion. Looking at all of this, I would put FNAF upper C tier. Cause like no, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it is not better than Amory Wars, you monster. Uh. I would put FNAF above Amory Wars. Absolutely not. I'm in agreement. I would also put FNAF above Amory Wars, but I'd put Amory Wars in D tier. So (laughs) that's a bad to the right situation. We're not rating your passion for it. It's an S, Matt, passion. Like when Matt's passionate about something, I'm in. I'm all the way the hell in. But Listen, also, having, fuck Freddy's yeah, Fred or whatever. Having else. recently watched a playthrough of the latest Five Nights game, the lore is a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> it, yes. And, and your, is, passion, your passion only gets to carry it beyond the, Kingdom Hearts. I would, I would go so far as to say the only good thing about the FNAF lore is the insane lengths that the creator goes to to make it all connect. It is... Yeah. Not good. All right, fine. Put it above Kingdom <laughs> yeah. Hearts. Yeah, it's trash. All right, cool. So, our final ranking, gentlemen. We'll give you. I'll I'll read through it and I'll give you one more time to rebuttal something. So I'll read slow. We've got in S tier. Actually, you'll start from the bottom. D tier. We've got One Piece Part Two. No, you gotta. No, you, you gotta, gotta go, go right to left. Yeah, you gotta oh, go right okay. to left then. Okay, got it. In D tier, starting from worst to best. The worst thing we've ever put into our ears. We've got Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Followed by, uh, slightly above that, we've got Five Nights at Freddy's. Code Geass, League of Legends, Overwatch, One Piece Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. C tier, starting from lowest to highest, we've got Mandalore. We've got One Piece Part 1. We've got Eternals. We've got Coming In at... Seven, eight, nine, above nine other categories, nine other entrants, Amory Wars. Wait, Andrew, can I just get one really clean Amory Wars from you? Armory Wars. <laughs> I, I got need a... that because when I edit this, I'm going to put Amory Wars at the end. <laughs> I'm going to censor everything so else. I gotta, Perfect. I got to say, I think Eternals might go below One Piece and no. Mandalore. No, absolutely not. not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. I no. think Eternals can go below One Piece Part One. No. Stop it. You're just trying to put more space between Amory Wars and Eternals. <laughs> no, they're both below in Amory Wars. It doesn't matter. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. We all saw the Eternals movie, except Kyle. I did. Three of us saw the Eternals movie. This is movie. not the movie. This is the sort. This, this is the comic. This was two years before garbage. Shut up. Everybody's yelling. What we're judging on <laughs> is how invested in the property we got after. And all of us saw it. Because we and had Matt. to. Because we have a podcast that's and about Matt. Dis- Marvel. Matt, we were hyped about it. For two no, years, we were the, not hyped the, about it. I was not, not hyped it. about it. The lore is good. It's not. I have it's nothing else stupid. to say here. 
Why is it below Amory Wars? I'm so mad. Oh God. All right, I will, I will, I will agree with you in that we, I won't put it lower than it is right now. It, it can keep its place. I'm yeah, not I trying to it move stays. it up. But I think it stays. Okay. I think it stays. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna find the real book of Amory Wars that you I have bought all three and of throw them. it in the street. <laughs> I, have, I have the first three. Okay, so C tier. Started from the bottom. We've got Mandalore, One Piece Part One, uh, The Eternals, Amory Wars, Les Miserables, Arcane, and Halo. Yeah. Hey, Todd, if you threw Andrew's Amory Wars books in the street and accidentally hit a car, be careful because you might start a Camry War. Okay, I'm done. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, okay, yeah. B tier. Uh, starting from the bottom, we've got Social Justice in Comics. Marvel Part Two, Magic Sandman. Part Two. That's Magic. Magic Part Shit, Two. Sorry, Magic Part Two, aka Marvel Part One. Um, <laughs> Sandman, East, Near, Avatar: The Last Airbender, Homestar Runner, Guy Fieri. I thought that the East cover art was just alternate arcane cover art for a pretty long time because <laughs> it also kind of looks it's, like. It's two sisters. It, one is shorter than the other. It, with yeah, long it's a little. Hair. It's it's the cover for East Eight, and because there isn't like one image to use other than just like the main character at all. So that's that's on me. Avatar being lower than Homestar Runner feels weird to me, but I'm not, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on necessarily. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you're wrong. I I think again, looking at the episode, we we all like we're giddy, like our. Our yeah. collective giddiness is enough yeah. to put Homestar Runner up again. Like the lore, there is no lore, obviously. It's, it's but two like, dudes in Georgia, and then a third dude that, at some point. That yeah. one was very. That one was fun enough that like I went and watched a bunch of Homestar Runner cartoons after. Okay. That. Same. Okay. More for the nostalgia, but I don't know. That's that's where it goes. It goes for me. Um. Okay. So I like B2 that we so. all agree. Guy Fieri is the top. Is is the B plus <laughs> yeah. of yeah. the the B plusiest. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's kind of like the patron saint of B+. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, again, like, whenever whenever uh, Guy's Grocery Games is on, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to pay attention, but it's going to be on. That's fair. That's good. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, A tier. Starting from the bottom, we've got Marvel Secret Wars, uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, Magic the Gathering Part 1, Animorphs, and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. What, I what cannot say, believe Todd? that of the three flavor texts I've soloed, two of them are in D tier and one of them is the top <laughs> of A tier. Well, I've got both the top and the bottom, Matt. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I was I was gonna laugh. I'm looking at the January twenty twenty two Smash Brothers Ultimate uh tier list, and just so you know, Kingdom Hearts is the little Mac of flavor text. <laughs> 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 good okay and then s tier we've got starting from the bottom we've got neon genesis evangelion fucking bomber man <laughs> bomber man baby yeah that's and, the sleeper and, s yeah. hit for sure yeah for sure that's the peach of uh of this group <laughs> and then uh or the uh or the jigglypuff and then of course the witcher to no one's surprise the greatest property ever created <laughs> um and again in smash brothers terms that is evangelion is joker 
Uh, Bomberman is Rob, and Henry Cavill is Pikachu. Rob is gonna say two these days. Yeah, baby. I've seen Matt do some nasty things with Rob. Take that so as context. There so we are. That is the final ranking. I'm saving this. Debate this. <laughs> Play for text. This is all really good content. Tier list. Save. Okay. All righty. Well, We're going to have we'll, to edit uh, a FNAF image into there. Yeah. Yeah, I can we can we can do that. Oh, I don't know how to use this site. We'll figure this out later. I'm gonna stop the recording. Hey, if you're watching this VOD, thank you. Um also, uh you might not be watching this. I don't know. We'll figure this out. This will probably be edited out later. I don't know how to close the video. Okay, bye. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Well, I think with the tier list officially made, that is a good place to wrap up unless unless anybody has some closing thoughts. No. Great, I'll take no, your silence's a, agreement. Uh, well, I was going to say, I mean, it's probably good just to say, like, thank you, the listeners, yes. for giving yeah. us the opportunity to build this spectrum of of Henry Cavill to Kingdom Hearts. Um, <laughs> we now have an actual barometer for what we value as, like, good lore and bad lore. And, um, you know, it's just something that we can't do without you. And so we in, we look forward to your future you know, offerings to try and place them in there. We'll do another tier list at 60. Commission 29 <laughs> more flavor text. Yeah. We'll do another tier list. All right. Well, I will go ahead and say thanks for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. If you, yes, you, the listener, would like to commission your very own flavor text, you can head over to patreon.com slash debate this cast. You'll also find ways to join our Discord community, gain access to bonus content, and join us for Patreon-exclusive movie nights. If Patreon isn't your speed, we'd really appreciate it if you went back, found your favorite flavor text, and sent it to one of your friends. After all, research shows that peer-to-peer -peer interaction is the first step to indoctrinating someone into a cult. It's true. Until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Andrew. No items. Bomberman only, Final Destination, Henderson. I'm Kyle. Um, every wars should be B tier, Harper. Oh. And I'm Todd, Vaxis 2, Too Fast, Too Vaxis Thomas. And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.